KRKA Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another fantastic, fantabulous, wonderful issue of Recall Radio. It is me, the dial to the table tonight, the table that only matters in this room. And I'm here with my fellow co-hosts who slandered Rihanna before this show started. Black word. Yes, the fuck I did. Hi, hello. Welcome, everyone. This is... Black words, Stephen Underwood coming to you alive from LA, where it's cool outside, but not cool in our spirits. Um, thank you for stopping by. You know, I said the table of dusk, describe the table of dusk. Um, and we are the table of art criticism, and we know things, and we have never been proven wrong ever. And maybe a troll or a Henry or a Showtime or a Vate with his arms folded. Even though he came late today. <laughs> Even though he came late today. No one can check you in a glass house. You're all cold. Thank you for stopping by. Let's go. <laughs> he still also, came. He didn't come quick. And also, we, never, we never come quick. And also... Our charming regent, um, who is late but always on time. Um, the very beautiful, the very sexual, the very sleepy, uh, nigga Van Winkle himself. When <laughs> God wanted. What's up? Your regent's here. Uh, table day. I was late to work. Um, I did oversleep. I promise. I set my alarm clock. It did not go off, but um, I showed up. I clocked in. Um, was yeah, the hangover? So, so I clocked in and we here, so we just oh. you know. <laughs> wow. So it was a hangover. Oh. Um, I wouldn't say oh. it was a hang. I wouldn't say it was a hangover. I would say like put it like your little normal dose of Nyquil, just like a regular dose. That's that's what I've called. Okay. okay. I wasn't drunk, but it was enough to put it was enough to put me asleep. Take a minute. Right. Come sit down. Tell us what's been happening. <laughs> Ain't nothing been happening. I'm just celebrating <laughs> life, and sometimes you just need a shot, and you know, that's in it. your face we can see yeah, the pain. Okay, but I promise. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I just like a little drink every now and then. I don't drink like you're trying to make it. We'll talk about that brunch. <laughs> we will. We will. The mimosas will be version. They'll be Sprite so and orange juice. Sprite and orange juice, girl. Sprite and orange juice. Maybe a sparkling water and orange juice. Ugh. Nasty. Okay. <laughs> And of course, without further ado, our beautiful birthday boy, who nuts are emptier than a Kitty Pride resurrection egg. Oh. <laughs> I'm also our second Aquarius on the podcast. Big Poppy Dr. Shelton. I thought I thought you were gonna say empty like storing spinal fluid. Wow. Mm. That's fucked up. I'm here and I am uh, erect and upright in a full locked and ready position. 
We love that. How are, how are your balls? Empty. Are you doing that little buzzing thing? They are very empty. Is that why your eyes are bloodshot? Because, you know, you empty on repeat like that, you know, you, you get really dehydrated. No, that's why I've been, I've, bloodshot. I've been drinking hella fucking water. I have mm-hmm. slapping on Gatorade. Mm-hmm. It has electrolytes, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to replenish. Yeah. You got to eat a banana. You got to oh, find a banana. Oh, I definitely had a banana or two. <sighs> Showtime, please. <laughs> well, I, I would have expected to be more like a plantain, you know. But can we not talk about plantains? Latinos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we need. We need an African Dominican member of the of the of the uh, four. You know, we need Vante. Can you convert? <laughs> a banana is is uh, uncut, and a plantain is. Uh, I'm sorry, a banana is cut neck. and a plantain is uncut. Full pl- it's a full soda neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple bananas. Did you make a banana split? It got a little creamy. So it was like a fried banana. I don't know if you guys ever had pad thai, you know, went to a pad thai place. They, they love a fried banana. That's a dessert. It's good for after a meal. Um, before we get into the episode, I also want to say shout out to my husband, Jonathan Majors. You know, he was so nervous about the shoot, but once he got there, he got so comfortable. I was like, you know, baby, you're sexable now, so you got to really sell it. You can sell it, baby. And he said, you know what? Thank you. And he slapped my ass, and he went in there, and he, he did it, you know? He gave you coy. He gave you... Surprise, he did a little flower thing, he peeked behind it, you know, this peek from behind. Uh, just a little suggestive moment. So that proves that Steven is a white woman, because last time I checked, Jonathan Major's partner was white. You know, does it count if they're polyamorous? I Steve, argue it doesn't. It's going to America. Listen, listen, listen. I respect her as a friend. You know, I suspect she teaches inner city youth. Um, or she runs uh, that company that Issa Rae worked at in Insecure. Something like that, you know? She's, she she racist, gives that energy. It, it's my hand. It, it's my hand. It's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> but she looked at Issa and went, so you ran a segregated program on company time? Ain't that the pot calling the kettle a nigga? Mm. <laughs> mm. 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 <laughs> oh god Jonathan Majors is fine though guys let's never forget that he is fine he looks he passed the pink pastel test and that's the ultimate test to see if someone's fine or not if you can look attractive that pink pastel you are fine I can forgive all of that but pastels <laughs> get out of my house <laughs> You're a Christian oh, spirit. Cusack. All that we could forget. I really, I really feel like that John Cusack um, is really the inspiration of Joanne the Scammer because they are very similar. Like Debbie in particular. Mm-hmm. 
No, don't hey. she's an American legend. I, she can't ever get as many flowers as I need to give her because it was in it was that it was shameless. Her and shameless, a mother, a mother, a kink master. I'm like every movie she's ever been in, she should be as honored as Meryl Streep is. You know, Joanne the scammer and I share a birthday. Does Joanne still be scamming? Mm-hmm. Just like one of our books today. Wow. Darling, darling, darling. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave those in the areas we're gonna get to. Um, and we're gonna start the brigade to cancel Mystique later. <laughs> she can't keep getting away with this. Um, I'm just looking forward to my opportunity, y'all. Just so, so everyone knows, I'm getting ready to finish my outline to pitch Marvel. Um, why am I doing that when I have two books to write? I don't know. Maybe I just hate myself. Maybe I'm depressed. Maybe it's because I have no friends out here. Whatever the reason, I'm going to convert it into my success. I'm going to seize what I have. And I'm going to get to a point where I can walk into a room with J.K. Rowling and call her a bitch. I'll do that now. I want to say it to her face. I'll do I want her to know right it was now. me. I want her to look at me and says, oh, I find your work so insightful. Um, how you discuss the feminine gaze and, you know, blackness in... Um, I, 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 you're a bitch. And I'm going to walk out the room. And I'm going to turn around and say, Kingsley Shackable, are you a fucking racist? Are you losing your fucking brain? Are you going through early onset dementia? How dare you? How dare you? And also, anti-Semitism isn't okay. I listen to Cerebral Podcast. That sounds very, I have Jewish friends. It is. <laughs> it is. It was so funny. I had one of my bosses. It was like, I asked her, like, I don't know, like, do you know anything about Hanukkah? I don't know anything about Hanukkah. And then she looked at me, she went, Steven, you just asked me that because I'm Jewish. I had no idea she was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me, Ash. Don't do this. <laughs> what you do, what you do, what you do, what you do. Oh, as the last thing before we move on, go watch the reading on BNT Plus. I already did. Comedy. It was comedy. pure <laughs> fucking comedy. Pure fu- I mean, I get and I get that it was, they was, it was supposed to be serious, but Monique, like her portrayal and everything, it was just like I can't. I, I, you couldn't do nothing but laugh the entire time. <laughs> it was like Monique energy when she was in Precious, and like how she hit the lines. You're like, I shouldn't want to laugh at this, but like how she said that, the timing, the pause of it, and then how she said it out loud. Yeah, like, and like her yeah, at like, the staircase. She was literally trying to channel Precious energy, and when she took those, the gun in that knife, she started clapping. <laughs> she said, "Fuck the- them kids." <laughs> 
And then when she came, and then when she came downstairs with her, uh, uh, they had put on those layers of clothes or whatever, and then she had on her blue sweater. She came downstairs. She said, "Bitch, is that my sweater?" Of all things, <laughs> of all things to worry about, you worry about that damn sweater. She said, "We're gonna go down there. We're gonna beat this bitch's ass." <laughs> she. She really did. I, I was so mad at that uh, at the main character because she sat there and let her uh, best friend get stabbed like that. She was full Jean Grey mode. She was full Jean Grey. Seriously, full Jean Grey time. Seriously, I was like, Lord, like this. It, it was definitely given like fucking fucking Jean Grey. Like, girl, like get up, do something, move a table, figure it out, do something, bitch. <laughs> Something, anything. Worse, though. Worse than Jean Grey. It was giving Surge. Oh, God. Ugh, racism. So what are we starting with today? <laughs> today we have uh, Bishop War College, number one, and Storming the Brotherhood of Mutants, number one. Let's start with something that's not in canon. Oh, well, it's canon, but it's not an event right now. Um, I think we should start with Bishop. Hi, Neji. He says hi. Me and Neji go together. Me and Neji go way back. Um, that's Kendra's spirit of mine. That's Bestie. I only come in once a week to come see Neji. Um, the rest of you are kind of superfluous, but I tolerate it. Me and Neji. I'm here for Patrick. Yay. Yeah, Patrick as well. But, you know, Henry likes to deprive us of Patrick because Henry doesn't want to turn his camera on. Patrick is a cat who generally is minding his business and laying around being unbothered by me 90% of the day. Judging you and the house you pay for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a typical teenager. <laughs> I it's also stand for the surprise visits of Vontae's man in the background of his camera. Those would be my favorite. Mm-hmm. 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 Because <laughs> I'd be zooming we have no such. Be like, the only person who could ever pop up in the episode for me is Morgan. And Morgan, I'm in my room, I'm recording. I could try to record more in the living room if that's what you guys prefer. So you can see Morgan asking questions about cyborg, he won't answer. <laughs> we like good cameos. We love good cameos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should get a pet. I'll get a uh, a pet butterfly or something, or a goldfish. Just... Goldfish, yeah, we'll get that. I thought about getting a pet, but I'll say like, I don't want to pay pet rent. That feels like it's a lot of hassle. If you get them registered as an emotional support animal, they can't charge you pet rent. Oh, so get it get it registered as a familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got Neji registered as an emotional support animal. They don't charge me pet rent. The emotional support should also be, you know, um, how does he support me? He he can maul people to death if they come into my room. Uh, that's emotional support for me. Yep, works for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, here's my emotional support animal. Hold up. If this that was my portrait. I haven't hung up yet. That just slid down. I have this portrait that keeps, I need actual nails to put up the wall of uh, a bison. Okay, okay. 
Does, and I does need, the bison have a name? Um, Yaki. But then I have this rabbit. Okay. As a table okay. ornament, white rabbit, very Alice in Wonderland, very fertility icon. Um, protecting my room. And where's your but collection that, of Philadelphia and, and Fleshlight? Oh, that's in the uh, drawer in my closet. Okay. All right. Actually, not even in the drawer. Um, it's just like, I got those, those room, those closet hanger things that's like a whole shelf, and then they're on the bottom shelf. Okay. Right next to my um, my now growing, growing expensive uh, collection of shoes. Um, so Bishop in the War College, uh, judges, your scores. Six. Seven. I give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an A as well. I'm a bit fair with issue number ones. Why well, seven? Um, Showtime. I gave it a six. I mean a six. I'm sorry. Um, the art is ass. I, I can't. I couldn't. Fair enough. Fair enough. That slobber look. I don't disagree. That yeah. one scene they put in the previews of him slobbering all over the fucking place and how it was kind of microaggressive for me. Um, is what dropped it the point. Racism loses uh, something that feels racist loses you a whole point. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this artwork either. I think they could do way better. And then we have the Fenris twins. Yeah, it was like the Fenris twins. It was the artwork. It was how the Cyclops in the back of the book of Max and Cyclops in the front on the cover. It was like, y'all got to compare notes a little bit better than this. Um, I think that, like, um, why I didn't give it a six was because um, Bishop um, stories going on in X-Men Legends right now. So, like, it's it would make sense why he's responding like this in this book. But outside of that, I just was like, uh... And then, like, the bonus two of the black X-Men at the end of the book. The one like she's from Wakanda or something. Yeah, you could definitely tell, especially with Jean Grey's outfit. She had like yeah. the it looked like the, the the teeth or whatever. It was like a belt yeah. around her waist. Like it was really giving um uh Vixen's like her totem. Right. How they designed it. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was definitely given that. Also noticed that the texture of her costume was completely different. The strips. I was like, oh, they literally just opened the book of Black Panther the movie and just went, Oh yeah, Wakanda loves little texturized moments like that. And he's filled it in. Yeah. Uh, five of the six points that I gave this book were just simply tempo. Look it up to the tempo. She earned I don't, most, most of it. I don't care. She you always it. does. You could have called me. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, clocked in. Called me. I could have did it. I could have did it. And no one could have broken it. <laughs> I feel like Tempest and tempo look at each other across the room and just go mm. <laughs> I don't think they like each other very much I do not think they like each other very much um, I I did not like the central character moments of Bishop that much I didn't have a major issue with it I just think it's kind of played in terms of Krakoa and what they're dealing with and what they're facing to just constantly just going, oh, you're pushing them too hard, and you gotta you gotta go easier on them, and like you're doing a lot wrong, and like 
I'm like, yeah, okay, that could be a storyline. But I'm like, why does everyone need to chime the fuck in? Why does why everyone did, need to chime? <laughs> why did they make him the uh, captain commander and then they just undermined his authority? What are we doing? Because, I mean, I figured that, like, when you all agreed to a a war college that the purpose of it was to train them to get ready for it for the eventual war i mean i i get it but at the same time it's like you know this is this is what the college is for like they're training them for this eventuality um i did kind of i did kind of like the interaction between him and danny because it was like you know I mean, yeah, like, you know, train them, you know, but don't, you know, like, don't overdo it. It was like she's sympathetic to, like, what he's been through, his trauma, because it's, like, almost like projection in a way. But it's like, you know, I get that you're, from Danny's perspective, how I read it, it was like, I, you know, I understand what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let you punk me because she was like, you're not going to bully me. But, you know, I understand you know, your plight, what you're trying to do and everything. Just, you know, remember that these are still kids. So I get it. You know, I I did like that interaction. But, you know, for me, I do I do have to agree also with what you guys were saying because it was like, why make him a war captain if y'all just gonna keep coming in and every time he does something, it's like, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this. Dude. Shit, he might as well not have been a war captain. Get somebody else to do it. Why are you sending children to defend your island nation? I, I think that's like I think I think that's like part of a larger <laughs> problem of, of the conversation that Danny is having. It's just like we're definitely in the Kakoa age. This isn't the New Mutants. This isn't Xavier Mansion. Like they're consenting to this, mm-hmm. and it's not like they don't have a choice to be civilians now. They have a choice. Yeah. They can they can go live with the Morlocks and be on that little island or live in Magic Four. They have so many things they could be doing besides doing this. They all have chosen to go to war. Academos, you know, yeah. Academos and ghosts just vibe with flowers and shit and go do a stand by me fucking adventure with your friends um, and take surge with you. <laughs> well, the question becomes honestly, how old do you have to be to consent to go to war in in Krakoa? That's the bigger question. And versus like Truly. them targeting Bishop, a man who comes from a timeline. This this is why I call bullshit on Danny Moonstar too. It's like you act like you don't know that these niggas is crazy that they're not trying to kill y'all. Like by all means necessary. Yeah, yeah. Like why are we being nice about it? Like I'm not saying that Bishop could not modify his tactics. Maybe, maybe not. No one knows because right. it's fictional. But right. like girl, like Orcus is real, Sickles is real, the man with the peacock mask is real. Um, Nimrod just took over our island. You just we got your ass. Are getting our ass beat by Iraqi. <laughs> the, the, fuck, the, the, the damn Eternals just tried y'all. They just invaded y'all island like weeks ago. People yeah. keep exploding y'all weaknesses left and fucking right. Right. I would be pissed too. I'm like, how many times has motherfuckers stuck on this island and no one, not a telepath, done shit? None right. of y'all knew about it. Consecutively, no one knew about this shit. And also, Fenris is not in the hole. Let's talk about that. Why aren't they in a goddamn hole after they everything they've done? They a while did? ago. They got away. They got away a while ago. Like wherever they got away a while ago. Was, but um, yeah, X Force did all that shit to Wolverine just off the chance that he would betray them to uh, their enemies by leaving Krakoa. And Fenris 
has established themselves as enemies willing to align with whiteness before they will align with their powers. You should have did something about it. And the very nature that Beast didn't kind of furthers the harm that Beast does. Um, there's a lot happening within like the subtext of everything within the issues. Like even like Bishop having to go to Tempo to explain why he's doing it. Tempo being like, I thought she was coming here for tea, but okay, yeah, girl, I get it. Like it's a bunch of non-black people undermining you in your workspace, telling you that you don't know what you're doing, what you're doing, and they don't realize the harm in it. Even Serge is going like, I was an expert. I've seen I've seen field, you know, field work. Every single mission you've been on, Serge, you got sucked at. I remember Pepperidge Farm remembers. I remember mm-hmm. what that that team was like. The only person who was clocking in was Prodigy. Mm-hmm. The only one. You were saying racial slurs to dust, and you were kissing every boy you get your hands on because you had emotional issues. You were being a fucking moody teenager. You weren't saving the day. You weren't giving that. You were waving around in your clunky gloves, and you were having your sugar levels be depleted just from running once. First of all, Lulu would never. (laughs) Lulu would never. You could never be Lulu. You could never. So mind your fucking business and do what your teachers say. That's our problem, Serge. That's your problem. You don't listen to, to the authority. So why are you joining the military? Go join the Young Avengers. Go to the Avengers you Academy and get shot up. Her big anime gloves. Girl, get out of here. Listen, blue-ass hair for no reason. So disappointing. Learn from this. I would have respected if Gentle was on this team, but I understand why Gentle can't be on this team. Because Gentle would have did his assignment. Listen, listen, and everyone who kept saying, why do you want a prodigy on the X team? It's not like he can do anything. Again, because y'all keep losing your goddamn powers and then being helpless and useless and like, I don't know what to do. I can't connect to the earth. My abilities are gone. Oh my God. Prodigy would have put out a gun to shot someone. Figure it out. Figure it out. You guys over on your powers. It's, it's ridiculous. I wonder where this book is going though. Like, why are we like? What is the purpose of this? Because it, because like it, it's really giving um, Children of the Atom. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why. I can't give it that, something like that because at least they have their powers. At least they're they are mutants. Oh no, it would be good for this gimmick. Gimmick could have been in this book. That would have been cute. But like, it's very much so giving Children of the Atom in that. This book only exists to introduce two random mutants that like don't nobody give a fuck about. That they, will, they will never see again. They were new mutants. They were the new, new, uh, new mutants. The two we've seen, all these mutants we've seen, are are, are in the new mutants. They were the Genosha mutants who were reincarnated in the Age of X Men, um, and then they came back and like Gabby was trying to be cool with them, and because they're like warriors. And they're like, girl, fuck you. You're a loser. You're too quirky for us. We like to fight all the time and only fight and like commit violent acts against humans. The butterfly and girl gang and gang. The, the tiger stripe girl? Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, mm-hmm. yeah discount Hepzibah and um, discount Angel. Zebra stripe gum. That's what I call her. Mm-hmm. Victor Lavelle's no, introduced you. mutants are always better, though. I'm going to be real. I like his mutants better. Or a troll. He's not like a drag queen. No, Jack Reese. 
Jack Ristocola. Uh, but then the, guy, the other guy looks like a discount Thundercat. It's just all terrible all around. Oh no! I think this issue with the mask. Yeah, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to explore, like you know, um, trauma versus growth again, but in a way different than what Vida Ayala was doing. Um, Vida Ayala probably would have ate this up. Vida Ayala would have ate this the fuck up. I don't know. I think I sense what's going on with this, and they're trying to do something to introduce the stakes for these younger mutants who feel like have gone complicit in the environment they are in, um, and have gone like, you know, look at us. We are in paradise. No one can touch us. And like Bishop was like, I literally could decimate this entire place in the afternoon. Um, you guys aren't being survivors. I saw what happened in Threshold. I think that's also that Threshold happened. And Bishop is responding to, like, it, the stakes of what happened there wasn't accurately reflected at the time. But Bishop just watched another mutant society crumble because they became complacent in their power. I can see why he would come back and go, we need to make sure our, our P's and our Q's are all together. And you girls are acting like this is just a fun hobby and not a military. I think the next data page should be Bishop sitting and replied back to the fucking client council going, if you want this place to be run efficiently, mind your fucking business. We all see your mistakes. We all know you guys have a habit of going soft on people. And we all know why I was chosen as captain commander over everyone else. I'm not an Iraqi. I'm not going to start murdering and maiming them, but they're going to have to run drills. And if they want to leave, you want to say something about it, give me adults. Because Bishop never really was down with the whole child soldier thing. He was too busy trying to kill children, which, you know, that whole villain era for Bishop was god awful. You know, genocide, at least he got to have one, his genocidal era. I imagine this is the book that also puts more respect on his power um, to remind people that he is better than Captain Marvel at what she does. He can absorb magic safely. <laughs> and, and psychic energy. Psychic energy, magic. Generally, he could be Captain Marvel. He just chooses not to. What would his he binary look like? In space. Ooh. He just turned light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to Fenris to shoot him the light beam and just go. Oh yeah, it doesn't work on him. That, they did that in this this issue. They used it on him, and he was like, "Yeah, that's cute. That's so adorable." I'm basically Sebastian. Everything Sebastian Shaw wants to be, though. So that's not really. <laughs> that's adorable. Honestly, adorable. Remember when I made a power mutant circuit in the middle of space and made us, you know, became the engine for a spacecraft? That was cool, right? I can do that again. All right, so that's all we really have for Bishop and War College. Um, thank you for stopping by. We'll pay attention to you next week. Um, but yeah, there wasn't really that much to really talk about. It was very me but i'm trying to be nicer about 
black ran comics because the, the learning curve for us is never where it should be um, versus what other people get to do. And it's Black History Month, so we're going to support black comics. Um, next up, Black Queen herself, Storm in the Brotherhood. Judges, your scores. Okay. Nine. 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 Fuck mistake. I just knew I just I was like, okay, this is gonna be great. They're gonna they're gonna team up to work against Sinister and slow this all this stuff down. And Destiny's playing this game over some fucking pussy. That's what it's about. Yeah. This all this is the story about pussy. Because I'm like, this is the one timeline where your wife is alive. Is alive. Like, you can't... There's no other fucking timeline. Like, this girl... Why, this, like, this, why, this is why you'll never be able to make a level with me. This is why you'll never... You'll never be that girl. You'll never be a pretty girl. I'm so tired of her shit. <laughs> I just think it's funny that um, Destiny consistently is a stunt queen because she poses around wherever the space is that she's at with this clearly empty teacup because she's still wearing a mask. She can't drink through the mask. What are you doing, ma'am? Fucking stunt queen. And then you're partnered with a sinister. Get out. You would have thought she would have partnered up with the mystical magical one, but I guess not. I guess she went, that's too on brand, being a seer, hanging out with a witch. Um, I'm Jewish, you know, I'm kind of against that. <laughs> um, I just feel like I w- I'm happy it was Mystique who gagged Storm. I'm happy it was Mystique because it could have did some shit where it was like, and she lost a fight to someone else. I'm like, no. Mystique put respect on Storm's name. Even in doing this, it was like, I set up. <laughs> this has been a 10-year plot. <laughs> To get behind this bitch for a split second and to shoot her in the spine. <laughs> not only that, but she really helped her kidnap some, not kidnap, but like confiscate some damn Moira clones without knowing that she did it. So mm-hmm. I'm like this at this point, Storm, get your lick back. Like, <laughs> like, the one thing Storm like, loves to do is impersonate um, paralyzed people. She loves sitting in a in a wheelchair and just giving it her all. Um, people ask, like, is it blackface if Mystique um, turns into a black woman? And I'm like, no, because we don't know if Mystique is black or not. Um, however, we know that she is not disabled. <laughs> so we can start there. <laughs> How is it blackface um, if she shapeshifts into a black person? Because the, uh, basically she is impersonating a black person in her race. I think people generally see her as white. That is um, so stupid. That is so stupid. But she's, she's a, not. It's a metamorph. No one knows her race. If she has to go on a mission to go like do something, she has to like perform as a black person, like she has to walk in and be this person. That's her job. How was it's a joke, child? baby? It's so a joke. Bad. It's a, but it's also like there's a thing that happened and like the series of the originals was caused a conversation very similar to this where a Viking white vampire Rebecca Michelson possessed a black woman and also these white men were just like they were just body jacking people but it was only black people right and everyone was like 
is this racially insensitive or not? Because they would take their bodies and then carry on as white people. It's very get out. Very get out about it. Um, but it's just like one of those fictional meta things. Like people talk about a love potion being de- technically date rape, um, and you really shouldn't do it. Or telepathy being a very, a very, very, very intimate form of psychological abuse, and how mind control really shouldn't be done at all. Um, is the most horrifying power you could possibly have, a la Jessica Jones. Oh no! It was just I, one of those fun conversations. It was just a fun conversation people have. Like, is it blackface? Um, but I'm like. It's not because I have a nagging suspicion that she's black and she's just forgotten or she just doesn't talk about it. But no one knows and we're not supposed to know and we're never going to know. God's my witness, we should never find out what race mystique is. We just know she's German, allegedly. Vaguely German, potentially. Um, Most likely not, though. She just be lying. I think she changes her own stories every time she doesn't remember. It's very envy. She's very envy about it from Full Metal Alchemist. Um, what, what else what happens? What I do know is that Storm is going to get her lick back in the next two issues of this book. Iron Fire is cute. I love that for him. Being the Omega of Molten, lo- molten Hot Blood is kind of uh, it's kind of a flop power, um, honestly. It's, it's giving Marrow and Spike's baby. I'm not really feeling Iron Fire. I think he's cute. Yeah, they really could have given a Spike. That's the thing about it. They could have just gave a Spike. There's yeah, been conversation on TikTok about that. About like, oh, everyone sees Spike in the comics. And everyone's like, we've seen him. I'm like, I don't count him as actually Spike. That was I, I, do, I do think that, that he's parody. a great character, though. But he's a great second in command for Storm. Like he seemed like he about his business because he's basically Wolverine. But I, but I do, Gambit, I, I do like Forge. the fact that we get a new character. So more likely, him and Rasputin hopefully will cross over to the main six one six because it's a technically alternate reality that we have right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a Chimera. I do. I don't feel like he's a full-blown mutant or a rock for me. I feel like it's a chimera. His power is just nonsensical enough for it to be like that. Cable is bonded to Xylo, which was a very interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Xylo, last time we've seen Xylo, Xylo was in, in physical recovery after the battle with the Avengers, so we, we don't know how long it's going to take Xylo to reconstitute back to their original form. Um... But it makes sense with everything going on with the other Sinister, with, o- with Orbis Delaris, he has a name, um, Orbis Delaris and his um, techno-organic matter and getting rid of it to protect himself and having Zylo take his place. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Zylo back in full recovery because his whole power is to be a basically living colony. He's a million ants from Rick and Morty. Um, that's the whole reference. That's literally he is. He's a million ants. I think they watched Rick and Morty and just went, we're going to do that. Um, but each individual cell is basically needed to have been backed up and resurrected, and he's never been backed up. There's never going to be a fixing him, because anything he spawns from this point forward will not remember the past. 
So there was never going to be like a full reconstitution of him um, unless he got resurrected the old-fashioned way with necromancy, the cool way. Or chrono skimming. You know, chrono skimming can help. Just bring um, Trinity back and let her do it. Bridgestone always recommends bringing Trinity back. Mm-hmm. Trinity and her cousin Triage. Mm-hmm. And I have um, a way in my head of, of rehabbing Trinity, but, you know, I won't be saying that on air. <laughs> um, I love Lulu. Lulu the Quick. Love is to it, see her. Is it is it Lulo? Because it's like two old and one old? I thought it was Lulo. I think it's, I feel like it's Lulu. Child, I don't be knowing. I just be, whatever I pronounce it in my head, because I don't say it out loud. Lulu. Ooh. I thought she'd be older by now. Because 10 years later, I thought she'd be like bigger. Could be Lulu. We need a phonetic spelling um, glossary at the start of the next issue. We don't know. I love that her power is more physical. I'm kind of tired of Black people and energy-based powers. Um, who else is on this team? This team is not really... I wonder what happened to Takeda. Uh, Hero is... Wizkid is probably dead. He probably died. That's also battle. a question. Yeah. He died in that battle, and Mystique easily took his place because you know she's a treacherous wench. Why was kid still a kid? That's the ultimate question as well. Ooh, I mean, yeah, Asian, Asian don't raise it, so you know he's not like he's white. <laughs> and that's T. You know how long Jackie Chan stayed looking young. And Jet leaves and they, they didn't age for real for they got to like like Michelle Yeoh, for instance. That lady is probably like hundreds of years old. She looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, we got feats because Al Yuman said it's all people complaining about that shit. So he went here. A hurricane strong enough to pierce the fabric of Martian. It wasn't Martian soil, Genosian soil. That is a feat. Good job. Um so Storm is now paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, what a pun. Does it matter if you can fly? I don't think so. No. But I think they're gonna do it. It's a trauma thing. She can no longer access her powers. Now she does sorcery. She's gonna float through the air like her name is Zahir, please. <laughs> She'll never touch the ground again. And in between fucking Nova or... I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. Nova's probably there too. So essentially in that battle, like he cloned a bunch of uh, a bunch of um, Oroceratas. And erased them from existence. Which, that's broken as fuck. I don't know this how you actually have an army of Orosaratas. Right. And how do you oh, like because like I, in the in the protocol, in the um in the resurrection protocols, I wanna he but must Tarn have like has all the Iraqi DNA. Yeah, Tarn did. Oh, 
I don't know. Who the fuck was that? School. What the fuck was that? For that Crash Bandicoot looking shit. Oh, the the marrow um, maggot things. Yeah, yeah, those were just gross looking to me. Yeah. Death is dead. Which, which is sad. Um, Iron Fire is here. Cora, the Omega the Molten Blood. Cora, the burning, burning Heart is here. SZA died first. <laughs> but in all, I'm just like, I'm thoroughly unimpressed with the showmanship of Morocco. I'm not. What happened? I'm not because the, the, the thing I, I think I think the thing that I think people, I think I think the thing that I notice about Iraq Eye Mutants is that they fight, but they fight with honor, and they rarely ever fight dirty. So it's just like we're in their minds. It's like we're going brute force for brute force. We gonna see who gonna really win this battle. But Sinister never plays fair. So they went. They entered a fight underestimating the situation and that's a lot of reasons why destiny wanted to pause what they were doing because that de- well real truth about that destiny wanted to pause what they were doing so storm would be alive at the moment that she needed her to get what she needed to to move the, the more clones out of you know sinister's uh grass or whatever but i digress but the rock i mean seemed to always fight fair they fought fair with fucking um uranos they fought i'm not uranos um they fought fair when they fought against uranos they weren't I like they weren't like this... kind of cheap I always like, thought there's multiple streams of thought with that. Like how Sabunar discussed it. He was like, Sabunar is being one of the more benevolent forms of it. And he's always like, you should always throw yourself against the hardest task possible um, fairly to show that you are strong. Like, throw yourself into my oceans and go conquer my monsters uh, to show how courageous you are. But then there's also like the Salim levels of it where Salim will cheat. And Iska and Genesis, specifically Genesis is always like, do whatever it takes to win. War tried to poison the uh, X-Men during the X-Swords, and she's like, that's my form of strength. And White Sir was like, this is fucking cowardice. This is not how you're supposed to do it. This is not the traditional way that you get down like that. Right. So there's like the new school, and then there's the old school. The new school went to the Tarn schools and asked for DNA-based powers and got that shit, and also went through like his vindictive psychotic, dark side Sith fucking training protocols. The traditional ones are just like, boot strength against boot strength. Should we see these hands? Let's fight real quick and then be best friends afterwards after I slice off a hand or two. You know, real sweet about it. Real friendly. <laughs> I don't know. I think the honor-bound shit is what went down, but I always felt like Arako had a lot more hitters, more capable than that. I don't know, maybe call it like back-to-back decimations that they just went through with fucking Uranos and then also the Amenthian War. I don't know. Hmm. It is cute. I do think Destiny's doing a long long con type of thing because she knows Storm's not dead. She knows Storm's not dead. She told her, like, oh, yeah, you just go kill Storm. Lied to her face. She said before, like, 
yeah, this is the time when my wife is alive, but she has said before that I've thought seriously about the way forward being letting Mystique die. In this, it feels like she's setting her wife up to be killed by Storm, but also setting Storm up to get the power she actually needs to beat this, which is just magic. Because there's no more sorcerers on their side. When magic, Doctor Strange, Brother Voodoo, the entire planet is conquered and they're all sinisters, you need the next greatest sorcerer possible to taste this. Just set the fuck up and Storm win. So she just went, we're going to take your powers away for a prolonged period. We're going to take away your powers and we're going to take away your ability to be mobile. And we're going to force you to become a witch. The last time you lost your your mutant powers, you just was like, all right, well, I'm just fucking shit up in person. Yeah. He said, I have knives and shit. No more of that, baby. (laughs) Pick up the grimoire and get the chanting. I want to see what happens next. I'm I'm curious. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, it's... I, I, I will say the one thing I would give them benefits is that they are doing a lot of world building, so they're making everything make sense. So, like, I understand where we are, what's going on. I'm not like lost on what's going on, but I just, I think the only thing that was just like Destiny and Mystique just being terrible people. But despite the fact of all of that, it's still a good story. I just kind of just wish that like they just weren't, they were helping more than instigating. I hate that for them, because 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 the thing that I want is gonna because the thing that I'm like you know looking at the end of this is are we gonna have people because in my mind this is nothing but another age of apocalypse mm-hmm. are we gonna have a bishop in the story where they remember everything that happened and if we do who is that and if that's gonna cause questions around mystique and destiny because the fall of x is coming behind us and the way the books are all being set up right now it's a lot of shit going wrong a lot of shit at once going wrong so i wonder if like are we gonna have a brand new quiet council by the end of this well by the, by the, by the end of the fall of x i really think that like probably like out of the 12 nine of them are going to be out i feel like yeah, I think it's going to end with the Exile. The next X-Men team is going to be like the Exiled X-Men from Krakoa. Um, I think the fall of X is going to be that. I think it's not going to be the fall of Krakoa as a concept, but the fall of the Xavier principles, which includes all the X-Men. Um, and they're just going to be like, you got down with his party. If you are part of his vision, you can't be a part of Krakoa anymore. You have to go and defend us from the outside, but you can never be one of us ever again. Um, is very much giving that because I think the setup here is we're approaching the the catalyst point that we saw in House of X. It was the sinister actions. He said we let sinister in, we hit secrets, Mars fell, Nimrod took over, and this is us barely getting by. We're not getting the paradise that uh, Omega Sentinel promised. We're getting the 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 compromise that. We need to achieve Xavier's dream, but Xavier caused all of it. Xavier's trusting Sinister, Xavier trusting Myra, Xavier keeping secrets, Xavier thinking he knew better than everyone else. And so it's going to be the mutant kind going, the X cannot represent us anymore. 
and we need to decide something different. I think Storm is going to stay in the council because Storm isn't strictly defined by her ex stuff anymore. Like she led the Brotherhood. She is a mutant. I think we might see Blob get elevated, hopefully. I think it's going to be like the people who've actually participated in the community gets to stay. Um, Bishop looking like he's probably going to stay as well. Which he deserves. Um, Kitty would probably leave the council anyway. She always talking shit about it and saying, I don't need to be here. My man got two jobs. I got my own pirate ship. You know, I can't even use the goddamn eggs. Lord, I think Emma, I want Emma Foss to stay. That's going to be up in the air. They probably just going to replace her with Lord S. Chantel or the Step for Cuckoos. Mm. I don't think, I don't think I Emma's going to, I don't think, I think Emma's going to be the only one of the three that's going to be left over. I think, I think the we'll three are going to be um, her, Exodus, and Hope. I think everybody else is going to be out. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like Storm's also going to be made in the mix there. I think it's too much for writers to get rid of her and how she represents the Iraqi interest unless she leaves Earth permanently to just be like, I'm going to be uh, the leader of the Iraqi. I took up this, I've taken up this oath and it doesn't have anything to do with Krakoa. And Krakoa's just going to be like, well, we can't let you leave then because we kind of need you for uh, to connect, stay connected to Iraqo. Like the most politically advantageous and secure person on the goddamn council, outside of the big, the big three who was running that shit was Storm. Because also she didn't vote on stupid shit like Dream. She voted fairly, um, and she voted with common sense. <laughs> Down to the same. Like, Wanda can stay in the fucking grave. I like the girl. Um... She's cute. But she always has, like, the, she's the most level-headed. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I don't know if you guys like, kind of just see, but I, I'm really curious about what's going to happen because the uh, Quiet Council is in the middle of a whole bunch of bullshit on a regular basis. On a very regular basis. the final basis. scandal. Yeah, I think the final scandal is going to be Colossus. But the Sins of Sinister is going to be terrible. The final thing is going to be Colossus and Beast. And it's coming. I don't think the X-Men is going to stay over here. I think we're going to Australia. Again? (laughs) (laughs) The Outback era was actually really good. I mean, it was. Don't get me wrong, but I was like... hmm. He'll show up to fucking Maddie's front doorstep like, hey, Maddie, you got any, like, you know, extra rooms or shit? Like, (laughs) real quick. Just real quick, sis. No, it's either you or we go to the Avengers Manor. Or, hey, girl, so, like, Sinister's back and doing Sinister shit? And all she's going to do is shake her head and say, I told you bitches not to trust that nigga. But come to mama. Rest your head on my bosom. <laughs> they were fucked from, from the start anyway when they gave that son of a bitch uh, the idea to control um, all the um, genetic material for Koa. With no sabotaging? I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. He sabotaged it, but luckily for the for them, Hope was subconsciously fixing it. 
Oh no, not sinister. I mean the X Men. Like Beast talking about. Oh, I'm. You guys are way too trusting. You you trust sinister every single shot you get, every single chance you get. You trust sinister. You've always gone like, oh well, he's a man of science, so he can't. He wouldn't possibly do the things. I'm like, girl, you're comparing yourself to a genius. You barely know what you're doing. You yeah. barely know what you're doing. And Sinister is quite obviously um, medical racism personified. Like, you were better as... I think he's so much better as a sorcerer. I did. It was a good moment. He knew what he, he, knew what he was doing. He didn't pretend like he was doing anything completely moral. He never lied to you. He never lied to himself. He said, I just sent those people to a hell dimension because I can. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stop me, Scott? No? Get the fuck out of my face. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you so much. I'm going to go study my grimoire. Maddie was now. teaching him. Mm-hmm. These, the bad Maddie, though. It wasn't cool Maddie. It was ultimate mm-hmm. Maddie. There's a difference. <laughs> I, I wanted it to be cool Maddie. I wanted because it, it was just around the era of X-Men Volume 4 where Storm... Was leading the X Men and his all female team, and Celine Galileo helped resurrect Madeline Pryor. As a as a Cuban woman, no, that was um, uh, Lady Deathstroke. Yeah, she's Cuban. Oh, you're right. Cuban. She was the district uh, number three, I think. She was Cuban. She said she did it as a as a goof. She wanted to be. She wanted to meet Scott, have a really cool love interest. She she was a nerd basically, um, and they resurrected Madeline Pryor inside of her body. And so Maddie is technically walking around, or was walking around, as a Cuban woman with red hair. Love that. It was a fun, it was a fun moment. And it just did nothing with it. Just seeing Celine and Madeline Pryor roll the fuck up on Storm and Rachel, and then Madeline Pryor shutting down Rachel's brain and beating her ass. I'm like, I don't think Storm could win this. <laughs> Not with Celine against her, because Celine is probably the one person that Storm would have like actual trouble with. She got a lot of tricks. She has more tricks than Storm. She's one of those, she's any mutant who's, is it magic or is it her powers? Storm's going to have a problem against. Mm-hmm. It could have just been such a good fight. They just, they just, they blue balled us. Don't let me hold a comic. Don't let me take the reins. Celine Galileo will be fucking with Storm. This will be Morgan Le Fay, Celine Galileo, and Madeline Pryor just fucking with Storm. That sounds like hell. <laughs> That's three bitches you don't want against you, including Mystique. Those are four bitches you don't want against you. That's like a cabal of hate you don't want to deal with. <laughs> the girls are fighting. And Enchantress is also on that team. She sure was. That was a sisterhood of evil mutants that just worked. That was a strong sisterhood. Oh my god. That was a good run. That's a really good run. The, and then they followed the it up. Team was a good team. It was a good run mm-hmm. to me. I'm sorry. I can't. We got Shogo out of it. We got them doing daring rescues. We saw Enchantress murder uh Monet Saint Croix. 
with her bare hands. <laughs> and Monet is um, has some. Is it Monet or is it her sisters have magical training from Gateway? They all do, but Monet never took to it. And also, it's it's loosely applied. She knows stuff, but she never really. Her brother was really really sorcerer of them all. Uh, in play. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. It's time for the circuit party. Call an Uber. I said Uber, not Lyft, bitch. You're so broke. Walk home then. Okay. <laughs> okay, for this week's circuit party, we'll keep it real simple and sweet. Name an X-Men character you would race Ben into being black and explain why. It could be any X-Men character, mutant or otherwise. Um, he can even be an Avenger. I'll be honest and let you guys do that. But whatever character you would like to see be turned into a black character, who would it be? Oh, you opened it up to non-mutants? Oh, okay. Are you I'm I have something, I have a controversial answer. <laughs> Are you saying Candy Southern? <laughs> nope. Are you ready? <laughs> Luke Cage. You. <laughs> you want to say sweet Kwanzaa? <laughs> Make Luke Cage black. Sweet February. <laughs> <laughs> God, because he reads like a fucking coon. I can't do it. <laughs> God damn. Who's worse, Luke Cage, a sweet, a sweet Christmas, or Cyborg's Booyah? Luke Cage, sweet, sweet Christmas. Mm-hmm. That don't even got sweet no rank. I love how corny you just leave it with him in the second season of Luke Cage. You're just going, no one gives a fuck. Shut up. <laughs> it's like be- uh, Beast with his uh, all uh, my stars and garters. Like, girl. If you want to just be an Avenger, just say that. Go do that. Get out of here. <laughs> it's nothing, they wanted to give Diana's, you know, Suffering Sappho so much, and they failed. Suffering Sappho, that has bars to it. Ugh, God. Mostly because she could beat your ass, so who's going to check her? <laughs> Make Luke Cage black. That's my vote. So pick a mutant as well. Bishop. <laughs> he's a cop. He's a cop. He's also aborigining. We had a whole conversation about this uh, earlier this week. I was like, yeah, people don't know what race Bishop is. Like, isn't he black? I'm like... He's... Okay, so... Ab- aboriginal folks are black, but they're not African black. Uh-huh. Um, but I think... Bishop is supposed to be both Aboriginal Black and African Black. He was retconned. Retconned to being Aborigine Black and African Black. Um, don't, get, don't ask me what tribes. Don't ask me what his nationalities are. No one knows. And you'll never find out, motherfucker. You'll never learn this shit. Um, and he's probably once skipping a jump away from being a sorcerer next. Who knows? Don't do it. It's implied that he's he's um, Storm's grandson, but also Gateway's grandson. 
it doesn't really work out that well, but um, the, the episode of Cerebral Podcast, and I swear we shout out Connor like every week, um, that was Manifold and Gateway. Um, uh, Kitan, I can't remember her last name, that was on there that was the guest for that episode, uh, who is Aboriginal uh, and uh, African Black, so she's both Blacks. Um, she felt that the statement that uh, Gateway is Bishop's grandfather is more in the like chosen family way and not necessarily mm-hmm. bloodline family way, um, that they're not necessarily blood related. So, who knows? Which is valid, which is valid. as we know, X-Men is about found family and spiritual mm-hmm. successors. Uh, you know, metaphysically, Wanda is Magneto's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so that works. Um, and we're fine with it. And we're not going to poke holes in it at all. Um, but she's my also... I'm going to join... I'm officially going to join the camp that she has an XG now because she resurrected through the protocols. I'm going to join that camp. But spiritually, she's not one of us. Um, she doesn't live in community so she's biologically black, but she doesn't hang out with black people and she's not visibly black, as the TikTok kids would say. So she's logic. Yes. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> she got to be an Avenger. That's all I want to say. She got to be an Avenger. Her whole fucking uh, uh, chronology in comic books is Avengers books and X Men crossovers. But that's the that's the weird part. I'm like, not anymore. I think enough substantive stuff has crossed her over with the X-Men at this point where you could argue that she is considered a nucleus, like a major nucleus among the mutant shit. Like the Hoxpox discussing the genis- the Genosian massacres and then discussing M-Day, how they feel about Wanda being the great pretender to the point they had to call her the great pretender and insert her into mutant culture like that shows to me that you are officially now an X-Men character as well. You're not a member of the X-Men, but you exist somewhere in their anti-hero sphere where, like, uh, many other characters who just go back and forth and flow in between. Like, Abigail Brand being a mutant, but only appearing in mutant shit when it has to do with sword and Avengers shit. Or any of the number of mutants who just pop up in uh, Avengers books. And don't get explained no way and no how. Just cause. I think it works. I think just considering her as a free-flowing spirit among the X stuff gets her, gets the chance for her to be explored within it. Plus, if Fall X happens and you know Krakoa is doesn't exist anymore. I think they might just go back to call her a mutant. I think it only matters in the sense that, you know, mutant has a national identity now. It has ethnic protections and ethnic uh, connotation to it now. Very much like being Jewish. For, for um, making them a nigga. What? Henry, did you miss the entire circuit party topic? No, I didn't. I'm, 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 I'm going to say Gambit. I really feel like it'd be sexy. Is he already like Cal Asian or something? He's Cajun. He's Cajun. Yeah. yeah, like Cal Asian. 
Like Tiger Woods. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Vermeer probably has some Negro in his bloodline, you know. He from like he's not just from like the 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 sticks. He from the, the booties of fucking Louisiana, where they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, Louisianans like usually most times when I run across Cajuns, they come across the most black behaved people dialect wise out of any white people I ever meet in the South. They always they sound they they sound I hate to say they sound black. They, they, I know what you mean though. They mean they have the cadence of like they follow the yeah. patterns of AVE. Yeah, the, like, the, um, like there's a pattern to how we speak, and they copy. They got it down. It's like yeah, they got very they, specific. Mm-hmm. They seem more um, what's the word um, assimilated than uh, appropriated. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and, and it's mostly just because Louisiana had that culture of being a melting pot. In which, like, you know, they had like the protocols to protect the slaves because, you know, the white masses want to fuck them freely <laughs> and they want to hear shit from no one about it. And <laughs> um, they had the protocols for it. They did have those rules that were like, you know, you weren't allowed to show decadence. But even then, that only impacted the major cities. It didn't lead really that deep into the Cajun backwaters where they were just fucking, just the fuck. And there's no issue of, oh, well, inheritance. And who's going to take over the estate? Because, like, all you own is a fucking shack in the middle of the swamp. Right. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, who would I turn race in? Um, oh, Professor X. I would make him Asian. Conversion was to a black Henry, a black. black. I thought I thought we just rape in anything. Okay, well, okay, but somebody, okay, somebody who I think should be black, uh, uh, manifold or bishop. Well, now I want to know why you said Asian for Charles Xavier. This is starting to think about this. Like, why the fuck he said Asian? <laughs> because like Professor Professor now my, my Professor X plays into the model minority a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like he would be he would be much more sensible the Asian character. Um, but I digress. But I think it should be either Bishop or either Manifold, so they can actually draw them as black people and stop making them like black people when they both have Aboriginal uh, uh, ancestry. That's explains to people someone that Manifold also isn't black. It was like very wild. I was like, yeah, him and Bishop. I think him and Bishop hang out a lot. <laughs> I truly do. I think they're close friends. I wonder if Manifold is Bishop's ancestor. That's who I'm really wondering. Probably because it would make sense. I wouldn't be shocked if... No, because it gets hairy. That's a hairy combination. After post Tanisi Coates, where Manifold is basically Tani- uh, T'Challa's best friend. And also he is the boyfriend of Shuri. Uh, or was I feel like they need to bring that back? I don't like that they broke them up. I did think they were cute. Yeah, they were a cute couple. Um, it was giving a, a more healthy Forge and Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because he didn't run away from his heritage like Forge did, and he was just like, I enjoy being a mystical, magical, mumbo jumbo ass nigga, but also like quantum mechanics. 
Let's talk about the time-space continuum. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 will um, say, I, I will say that for the Forge's aversion to its own culture is... Um, now I'm saying I'm not saying all on brand, but the, the 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 conflict of technology and the mystical in nature, you know, he's just like I don't want to be like the rest of you Negroes. I want. I, I did like play with love people. the explanation of Forge's whole thing with that being that his he has an aversion to being like his power forces him and compels him to invent, um, and like it's never ending, never ceasing, the the plague of the creative to always be a victim to your muse. Um, and like his major issue with Storm being that Storm is another one of his muses. And it makes sense. She is she's mother nature. So her being his muse is also a thing. But he's being pulled back and forth between two of them. And it also makes sense that like metaphorically he succumbed to madness. A few times. Maybe one more time. We'll see. Um I just think it's interesting that his power never bent towards the sorcery. And I think that's the, the problematic part about Forge himself, is that he never really thought about how his power could work for sorcery or shamanism. Because shamanism is a form of technology as well. You so can easily apply it that way. He chooses not to use his sorcery now because the last, well, not the last, but one of the major times he did do it, he ended up condemning his um, military unit souls to hell and opened up a gate to hell. Just Who hasn't that. done that, though? You know, magic ripped out a girl's soul to condemn her brother's yes. son's soul to Sidorak. Who hasn't yes. Dr. Strange sent to hell? Uh, a whole little girl. Michael Drum. He has like a, a internal moral compass that's odd about that. He doesn't like that shit anyway, and then for him to be like, fuck, I had to condemn all my homies to hell. Twice. Mm. But who hasn't? What sorcerer hasn't? Storm. Even Brother Voodoo sent his, his brother's soul to hell. Sending someone to hell is a rare passage to pass in the fourth degree. You gotta do it. Next to Capar, who like do to you want to send to hell? <laughs> oh, who, who do I want Who would you send to hell in exchange for mystical power? <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers. Yes, yes. I think Captain America in particular would be a very good, very, very, very good um target. Oh, that'll be a good issue. Captain America in hell. No, we don't need to explore that. We can just send him to hell and be done. If Tiny Beast Coast wrote it, I would read it. Hmm. We can send uh Carol Danvers there also. Um no, Kara Darrow's damage would do too well in hell, I think. Oh, you know who else should be black? Um, James Rhodes. <laughs> Absolutely. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, who else could be race bent? I think Namor can just go. Let's just go ahead and do it, Namor. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, because he's actually fine as fuck as a um as a Latino man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead um, of that vaguely Asian white man, I think Nightcrawler would be a great black man. 
Well, his mother's black. Yes. Yes, his mother is black, but he doesn't know it. That's why you saw his astral form turn into a fucking white German man. Plus, I want his hair to be curly. I, I want to see him as, like, with a curly fro. Or you think he would get locks? I thought like he would do that dumb shit where he shaves the sides. <laughs> wow. 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 We know sometimes it's your birthday month. Thank God I'm about half. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was racist. My birthday was two days ago. Wow. And this is how you treat me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. You're looking at me. I'm on camera. And you know it's directed towards you when they're looking right at you. Right. Probably <laughs> <laughs> that stupid goatee, you know? <laughs> you know, people with glasses, you know? You only work in a room with glasses. Like, like no one else has long hair in this podcast. No one has locks. No one has the shot, the side shave. None of that. You, that was, that was pointed. Um, you know, sometimes occasionally they'll have stuff hanging in the background, like awards and shit. You know, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, who has a fucking dog? Like. <laughs> He attacked you. I'm so fucked up. That was a full on attack. That was that was even subtle. I'm feeling attacked. That was even subtle. <laughs> you came for your whole poppy. Who, look, Big Poppy. Who say some shit like that? Big Poppy. That is so vain. <laughs> um, Cassandra Nova being black, but not Charles Xavier. So explicitly, Cassandra Nova being black, but not Charles Xavier. That would also go off. I just reread X Men Red, um, where she killed. Because someone posted that Im- that image of when she killed Kyle, the little blue boy. It's a very quick page because Cassandra Nova introduces herself physically as having resurrected herself, and she strolls on into the X Men Manor when it was the X when it was the Xavier. Um, it wasn't the Xavier Institute. It was the Xavier Foundation, or the Xavier Facility for Mutant Outreach when. Kitty took over running the X-Men. We forget that that whole era and she existed. Had the and she was marrying Colossus, and they were just arguing. And it revealed horrible. Cassandra Nova snuck in because she was blocking herself. And only one person could see her, and it was this blue mutant. And he's like, she's like, can you see me, child? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you're, no one in the entire midst too is supposed to be able to see me. What's your name? And she said, he's like, Kyle, like, do you know who I am? She says, I, she said, I think you're Cassandra Nova. And she's like, you, imagine what you could have become. And she killed him. He was like a, a four-year-old kid and she murdered him in cold blood in the middle of the Institute. Went into Storm's room and planted a suggestion of her to go protect Wakanda. I was just rereading that page. I'm like, God hates blue mutants. Cassandra Nova is probably one of the most actually terrifying villains in X-Men. Because she's so quietly evil. It's like, this is what, in what she breathes, you know? She embodies. I'm terrible. If she, Mystique, she's number five on the list of bitches you don't want to get after you. It's <laughs> Mystique, Celine, Madeline Pryor, Cassandra Nova. 
I'm not putting Enchantress in that list just yet because she's flopping when it comes to taking out Captain Marvel. It was so easy for her to do when she chose not to. She says, I'm going to go through bureaucracy. Council of Sorcerers, get mad at it. And it's like, girl, we, we take those magic all the time. <laughs> it's like that one trick. Binding spells. You didn't watch the craft? <laughs> I bind you, Nancy. Bind you against doing harm to yourself and to others. Mm, girl. Um, There's a lot... Every blue, considering Nova, I would cast um, the lady, the mom from the Have and the Have Nots. Oh, are you talking about Veronica? Veronica. Oh, <laughs> as a Sandra God. Nova. You know what? That would actually fit. It would go the fuck off. I think that would fit. I felt like the gifted could have done Sandra Nova without ever mentioning Xavier, and it would have gone off. That show was awful. That's all I have to say about that. I, I, well, to be fair, a lot of his scripted TV shows weren't that great. Bob Perry presents the X-Men. I was the fuck out the way. That's like I'll M. Night Shyamalan presents The Last Airbender. Keep it. No, thank you. It will be funny. <laughs> It won't be serious. You will watch it. And no, actually, even better is Tyler Perry presents. Lee Daniels presents the X-Men. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that is God awful. No. But that is God awful. He, he did his thing with Star, so I don't know. But superheroes, I can't see him. He wanted to do a superhero movie. Wasn't he about to do the... Uh, the femme queen with the uh, pink boots who's flipping, fighting crime that one summer. I'm so glad that's not a thing anymore. Same. That'd be Quanin. I, mean, I love that Cast that boy as Quanin. <laughs> I mean, I love that for him, you know, when it, when he did it the first time and then afterwards it was just like, okay, well, you know. The flipper inspired Cyclone. This is all Cyclone did, all about Black Adam, was flip. <laughs> she really did. Flip and show you a full curl pattern. He really did. And yet, that's the animation you use when Storm's flying. Colossus will make a cute life scan. He would. Light skin Colossus. Yeah. With with the goatee? With the goatee, yeah. He would definitely give you, like, Mm -hmm. a, a, a very thick... Metallic white skin. Irish or Kitty Pride tells everyone she's light skin. My girl just about was white. Biracial Kitty Pride has contact lenses in. It's color contacts. She wants hazel eyes so bad. Um, one other person. Oh, speed. Turn speed to a black man so Prodigy can know what love looks like. That one's fair, actually. But then you would have to make Wiccan black. Actually, I'm not opposed to that either. Romani black Wiccan would be fantastic. Yeah. You know, Magneto wants black kids. He wants black green kids so bad. (laughs) 
It keeps it kept Magneto up at night. Zeladine wasn't black. He's like, all of my children like whites. Ugh, God. Yuck, where's the diversity? <laughs> Your mothers are all did terrible things to each of you that you're doing this. And all of you are 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 Jewish and some of you are are, are Romani, but like my son fucked like a human. <laughs> <laughs> we have inhuman witch and quicksilver knockoff. That's I'm done. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> you know he be texting Zella Day and like, are you still mad at me? You know Jericho <laughs> draws single, right? <laughs> so y'all can have magic babies. <laughs> he can make twins too. <laughs> what are we excited for for next week? Vontae, I got, yeah, I, I got it. Vontae, why is it not up yet? Come on, Vontae. Oh, my God. Why is no one ready? Oh, my God. Y'all are doing a lot right now. I don't like... Oh, my God. Why is no one ready? So, for next week, whatever. So, for next week, we got Wolverine, issue 30, X-Men 19, Marauders 11, Extreme X Men number three, and we have Nightcrawlers number one. Ooh. I'm, I'm excited Ooh. for Nightcrawlers. I don't. I don't care. I'm excited for Nightcrawlers. I want to see what they about. Because you're not reading Wolverine, is that why? Because you're not going to read Wolverine. Oh, I'm sure. So not. quietly, quietly, Ben Percy said that he will be addressing Trinity um, in uh, the upcoming issues of Wolverine. So you have to read it now. You don't have to read it. Just skip to the page where Trinity is on it. <laughs> I'll um, I'll look at it on the iPod. Ski mask it, as, our, as people call it. <laughs> Ski mask that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what I'm excited for is I want uh, a new issue of House of Slaughter is dropping next week. And as you guys know, I have been converted to the camp of something is killing the children is the greatest comic book to ever exist, period. Um, we have gay sex, we have black gay sex, we have black boys loving black boys, we have lesbians. It's just, they say like there's certain things required for you to join, uh, become a hunter and join house slaughter. And one of it is like, you know, you gotta be kind of bending towards the sociopathy a little bit because monsters hunt monsters. And so we need you to be traumatized, um, unless you're going to be a black mask. Um, but the other one is, I think they hunt only gay kids. You have to be a gay beat to join the House of Slaughter. <laughs> See, mm, only homosexuals. Sorry. Speaking of homosexuals, Poison Ivy um, has been converted to be an ongoing book. And when I tell you that book is so good. I make a rule to never read anything that Showtime recommends because he refused to read Dark Knights of Steel. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Oh, um, no, Ghostlight is cute. And Bloodline is cute, too. Never reading it. Fuck you and your taste, bitch. And flawed. I'm going to just start listing books that I think you should read so that then you miss out and feel uh, bad about it. You ain't never read one book I ever recommended ever in your goddamn life. That's all I know. All I know. Because you recommend shit that has shit that I'm never going to read. I recommend it to you, Highest House. Highest House is art. And even I'm co-signing Showtime. So if me and Steven... He don't give a fuck. 
He don't respect <laughs> us. <laughs> he doesn't at all. <laughs> Although I did pick up um, uh, Lazarus Planet. That's actually not bad. I would rather wipe my ass with the pages of Lazarus Planet than ever read that dog shit. What is that with you on Showtime today? <laughs> let's ask let's ask, a real, let's ask a real question, Barbara Walters. What's going on with you on Showtime today? He's hating because I didn't drop off any dick for my birthday this weekend. Oh, wow. I wouldn't take your light-skinned peen if it was wow. attached to Jonathan Majors himself. My dick is dark skin. Next. If <laughs> <laughs> your dick is purple, doesn't mean we need to know that. Wow. Exactly. My problem with Showtime is she's a disgrace. Um, she's unfortunate. And her bifocals are a little too thick. That's all I feel. Personally. Wow. You can put your person again. At least I can it's, grow hair on my scalp. Wow. At least I can grow hair on my dick. Um, what's the next issue of darkness? You, sure? still, actually. you still got Similac on your breath. Um, I sucked that out of your ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend's dick. Yeah. That was a me thing. I did that for us to get closer as friends. Um, but in truth, what's the next issue of Dark Times is still even coming out? Because I'm looking at Comicsology and it says January 3rd, 2023. But I'm not seeing a number 10 dropping soon. And I think it's because they're preparing to launch more. Oh, also because Tom Taylor, I think, is busy with a lot of shit. I think so. Uh, just like how this Strange week, Academy is doing weird shit with the release schedule. This week, um, Black Panther dropped by John Ridley, and the cover says, and I quote, Wakanda's new protector, Namor. I want everyone fired. I'm never reading that book, so I'm not sure why we brought it up. <laughs> I'm not touching that shit. I'm not doing it. I have what people might call class. Higher I expectations. It. At first, it started good, and then, like, it got to a... What, what are we doing? And then this past issue, I, girl, I quit. They good luck to whoever is following him up on that book because he has done irreversible things to T'Challa's story. I'm like, how did you take him being the most exciting character on the docket to being a painful read from cover to cover? Eve Ewing is the next person that will be writing Black Panther. And I will be joining in when Eve Ewing starts writing this book. I will be joining in when Eve Ewing is doing things. I will... I will. John I don't Ridley respect has they... one more issue on his run. Yeah, I, I even that. feel insulted about what they did to Captain America in this book. Because I'm like, Cap didn't deserve this. That Cap really actually, didn't deserve this. That actually pissed me off, that whole thing with him and Black Panther and then having him beat his ass like that and then Tatala just let him. That, I was like, you know what? I think I'm about to um, unsubscribe. Because, <laughs> like, what are you doing? It job. wasn't respectful at all because I'm like, it makes a sloppy case. I think Captain Marvel would have did that shit. <laughs> Carol Danvers would have did that shit. <laughs> Carol Danvers gives Karen cop energy, specifically the cop got that train man on her. Uh, I think it was in Michigan. 
she got fired for it. A cop got fired because she had trains oh. on her by the entire department. Which you know what? She's an adult. Go off, sis. Right. Go let, off, sis. Her, I know that's right. Let her do that. If she wants I say to, fuck the police all the time, but she got to do it. She got to do it. And her husband's sitting right next to her, like, I'm not upset. I know because you probably held the camera. It sounds like it was a kink thing, and the police department just doesn't get it. Right, right. She just, wants to be a cum dump. Let her be a cum dump. If she wanted to take 75 loads, she can take 75 loads. She's built for durability. You want your cops to be fit, right? That's what y'all said. Y'all want them to be active in the community. That's activity in the community. Mm-hmm. She can, She's from the House of Mystique. Mystique said, go off, sis. Go off. Um... But with that, I think we are done for the week. Um, name one black comic you are supporting right now. Everyone Static, number Static number one. Static number one. Flawed. What are you, Vante? Where are you supporting? How are you I contributing to the black, black community? I, don't do me. I need some, I do need some more black um. But the static comments. number one is actually really good, uh, Vontae. It's just it's it's really it's good, and they actually um, I will say the good thing about Static and the ongoing Miles Morales Spider Man is that the 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 vernacular just sound black versus that 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 nigga sto- that nigga Thor we got a few months ago. Now, what else? <laughs> yeah, because um, now I am reading Miles Morales. I am reading that. I do like that, but um. Outside of like Marvel, I probably would need more like black owned comics to read. Well, black written comics. I almost bought excellence, but then I realized I shouldn't do that to myself. Excellence has more coming out now? Yeah, no, we were in the last bookstore of the weekend. I saw Excellence. I was like, should I get it? I like, I don't like this book, uh, honestly. Yeah, I mean, one hundred ten percent real. I don't like it. They got another mini series coming out. I think it's like another five part mini series. Um, right. And K. Jimson needs to get back behind the uh, the wheel. Some books too. I feel. Naomi yeah, by K. Jimson. That would be good. Oh, it would be. I loved her on uh, Far Sector, and I need her to be doing something else. I said, "Bitch, I'm busy. <laughs> I got my own projects to to write, and they pay more." That's the reason why I don't blame black writers for, like only going in for certain issues and then leaving. Is because like comics doesn't pay worth shit. It goes comics, books, video games. Mood. You only write a book at this point. You should, as a black writer, I you should only really write a book if you really feel passionate about the project. Um, but one thing to support is the Kickstarter for Is Nana by Greg Alisi. Oh, that book is actually really good too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have my signed copy actually right next to me. It's Nana the Weird Spider by Greg Anderson Alisi. It's, it's Alicia, but. I choose to be ignorant. Um, but no, Greg's book is fantastic. Go choose check it to out. be. You majored in a science because it's convenient. I majored 
and the arts, because I could. Let's not mix potential and ability, okay? So I like your your degrees hanging up behind you on the wall. Thank you. Degrees. I have degrees as well. Does one of yours confer the title of doctor to you? No? Okay. Love that for me. No, I didn't pay for my doctorate. Um, so moving forward. Moving forward. Education works. Get a get a J. Oh, I know for some girls that's how it works, but some people get the education paid for them. Um, but that's just, you know, difference in ability, difference in lifestyle, you know, that's Something not everyone would know. I did too. It's called student loans. I didn't pay that shit. And I'm not paying the loans either. So now what? No, Sabi May is so upset that I got my advance. I'm not paying them a dime. I have not paid them a fucking dime. <laughs> Girl, I haven't paid um, the Department of Education for that damn student, them big ass damn they student paid loans. You for that name since COVID shit was too? like, hey, girl. <laughs> They said Great Lakes no longer exists. Now we're with Niantic, and this is how you access your account. I'm like, Great Lakes never heard about me neither. <laughs> and what? <laughs> don't know what to tell you, girl. I don't know you. Deducted for my reparations. <laughs> Shit. Thank you guys for stopping by. Um, we love and care for all of you. Be sure to tune in next week as we get ready for... Uh, Probably going to be a circuit party list episode, but we'll see. Um, be excited for Nightcrawler dealing with shit, and be excited for Storm uh, casting the spell. Let's hope it's not stupid. Um, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, faggots. <laughs>